Hello and welcome to the Unverified Podcast. I'm your host, Simi, aka Tamago2474. And of course, as usual, I couldn't do this without three amazing co-hosts. First up, we have Reese, aka Gamersertum. Where are the other two? Next up, we have Israel, aka Izzy Rail. I'm here. And last but certainly not least, we are joined by Isaac, aka Mechna Gamer. I almost accidentally kicked a child in the head this week. Yo, what? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Now we've heard you say accidentally before. <laughs> was the kicking an accident? No, no, the entire process was the accident. You know how all these graduations have been delayed? So I was going to my sister's graduation. It was only to, you know, take pictures. It wasn't actually calling out names. So we went, right? There was like, you know, a venue afterwards where you could get like drinks, basically. And my family was like, oh, we're not bothered to get drinks. Let's just go home. So I was just walking you know, just walking, like, in front of my family. And all of a sudden, I heard my dad shout my name, going, wait, and then I felt something against my leg. Yeah, apparently, a child literally fell in front of my leg, like, literally, to the point that the head was just about touching my leg. Oh. Did you not at least see them walking towards you? No, Reese, that's the thing. Like, I wasn't looking in that direction, the direction that they came from. They just kind of existed in front of my leg there was no people they <laughs> just instant transmission in front of your leg they were trying to claim insurance you know when you jump in front of a car so you can <laughs> no sin yeah. i don't know that oh right, of course of course <laughs> so how old a kid are we talking like was it a really small child no, by kid, I mean, like, literally, a bit, like, they were, like, a toddler, which is why they fell. They were oh, trying to walk and fell in front crap. of my leg. Damn, hey, they were hard. about Jesus. to get booted like a football properly <laughs> across the field, you know? You are know, a fucking toe punter. Yeah, nah, like, um, those little toddler legs. I, I do remember being really young and just struggling to keep up the walking pace with the adults. Um, <laughs> and it being very tiring to walk. So I do relate to the kid's struggle. <laughs> Um, very unfortunate placement for him to fall, but luckily he's still all right. So that's, that's all that matters. I just remember being like stu- stupendously full of energy as a toddler. Right. Yeah. I don't think I was a particularly energetic <laughs> toddler myself. How about you guys? Apparently I was spoiled. Like I would stay with my grandparents and if I didn't want to go to school, I'd just tell them I didn't want to go to school. And he would tell the school bus, which was there, supposed to pick me up to just go away. But I didn't yeah. want to go to school that day. <laughs> oh my god! Damn, okay Damn. then, let's go. Bro, <laughs> you are not like, you, there's no way you oh, okay, I refuse to believe on Nigerian anymore. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I, I, I could never say that to my parents. I mean, si- I mean Israel, so does my mum now. My mum's not saying that I'm Italian after what happened with that football game. Jesus right. Christ. You know what? We should probably get into that. So, in the last uh, in the last episode of the podcast, we discussed our thoughts on football as a whole and how you know we're not the biggest viewers of football, except me. And I was except not in that Israel, who was not on the opinion. episode. We did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but the interesting thing now is, um, you know, if I were to ask the question, did you guys watch the final between England and Italy? Yeah, I was there. No. I watched it. Alright, so Reese staying true to himself with a no. I did switch teams. I am a yes. Uh, I watched the match. So first off, how did you guys feel about the fact that England had actually made it to the final? 
surprised. surprised. I was surprised as well. I mean, you know, I'm not. I wasn't betting against England or anything. I was. But I, <laughs> <laughs> so when England made it to the final, I actually was like, "Oh wow, that's incredible." We could win. Did you guys actually think England could win? Yeah. No. Why are you so confident that England would not win? Just history, man. Just like, what's changing? See, I wasn't sure whether we could win or not. Not, but I just didn't want us to. Like, this is what I was saying since we like qualified for the finals. I was like, okay, I want England to lose, but I want it to be as close as possible. And that's exactly what happened. Now, this is coming from someone who doesn't watch football. I don't I don't even know if it, the Italy team is considered a good team. But obviously, to get to uh, the final, they, are a really good they team. must they be, are, right? They are, okay. they, they are a very good. Honestly, Better than England. Compared, to, compared, to, compared, to, compared to England, like... Reese Root. It's actually pretty surprising <laughs> we even managed to score in the third minute. Like, like, Which oh, was damn. incredible. Yeah, yeah that was a really beginner's luck. Goal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's already beginner if you if if England has been a footballing nation. Beginning for in a match. Yes, this <laughs> is the beginning. It's how it works. I need to tell them how beginners look like at the beginning of my exams and everything. Just go yeah, to the last question. Beginners get, luck. Yeah, get yeah. That question knocked out. So <laughs> it works. It definitely still seemed like England was the villains of that tournament. Honestly. Oh yeah. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. We. Yes. We were. They are of every favorite. football tournament. I think especially because of England leaving the EU. Like, people are like, we're not going to let you guys leave us and then win the Euros. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Bruh. Simi, if somebody had brought that to me beforehand, would have switched sides? <laughs> I tuned in at the halfway point. Um, and eventually it goes to penalties. Penalties, And yeah. so, yeah, it's like five, five uh, attempts for each team. And it gets down to the very last penalty where Bukayo Saka, it was up to him to make sure that England was still in the tournament. He wouldn't have won it had he scored, but they wouldn't have lost had he scored. They wouldn't have lost, Unfortunately, yeah. he shot the ball, got blocked by the keeper. Got keeper. And, yeah. um, you know, that, that was the end of it for England. And, and then England went a lot back of 100 years in terms of racism. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the boy is only 19. Oh, he's younger than us. That's yes, he's younger than us. Hit. That makes it like yeah. imagine having the pressure. Imagine having the pressure of an entire nation oh. at nineteen. Something I actually think about, and <laughs> this might—I'm sure people would contest this—but I feel like if I was in their position, I'm not saying I would score. I am not great at kicking a ball, mm. but <laughs> I wouldn't feel much pressure at all. And the reason I say that is because I genuinely wouldn't care about what. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, honestly, to be fair, same. When it comes to people, I don't have to take it seriously, but I'm just like, okay, okay, they tie pressure on the country on my shoulders. You know, I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna. I'm not even gonna try and place this. I just want to shoot this fast enough, put enough power onto the ball that the keeper cannot dive. Israel just kicks it at the keeper's head, like 200 miles per hour. (laughs) The keeper's head just come, just freaking explodes and gets through the goal anyway. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I. Yo, that, is that a goal or is that just a. It's a goal and a fatality. Yo, the ball's past the line. <laughs> it's past the line. God damn. But cost? yeah. Is there a rule I, in football which says you can't do that to injure the keeper? I don't think you know, so. Just like, I don't think so. To be fair, to be fair yeah. if the keeper gets injured during a penalty shootout, I think what happens is. Um, they either have, I can't remember actually. Hold on. What? You get someone from the crowd, the most enthusiastic supporter <laughs> from the crowd just comes in. <laughs> hmm. But absolutely, you know, it would be a lot of pressure. And obviously these boys yeah. care so much about the sport. It's a mm-hmm. big deal to them. And for that it's moment, you know, it's, 
yeah it's their career uh-huh. and so you can yeah you, the nerves could get to anybody and i feel like they still gave it their best shot mm-hmm. um unfortunately that was not a common sentiment amongst all the football supporters uh unfortunately Someone had a take on Twitter, which I'm like, oh god, you know what? That could be true as well. Southgate chose Saka as well, as well, just because you know he wanted to make their careers basically and be kind of heroics of you know be heroes of the country, you know, for mm. winning the penalty shootout for mm. the country basically, and that's the way that mm. was seen. But it seemed like you know it backfired basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I could definitely see that because uh, I've also been mm-hmm. thinking if um if Saka scored that, he would be a national hero like he just would mm-hmm. be and the fact that he was 19 wouldn't be a source of oh he shouldn't have been put in that position it would have been like uh-huh. he's only 19 and he saved the country like it would have been and so yeah. that's the thing when it comes to like a penalty or something like that it's really just it's just luck it, like, it really is, it, what it comes down to is yeah. luck you i would know? say i would say it's a combination of luck and also psychology as well because uh, you have to like because of the keeper mm, you <laughs> have to get in the opponent's head mm. mm-hmm. so i guess you know with all this and done there's uh you know, only one more question left. Uh, for the non-football watching amongst us, has this inspired you to start watching football now? No. No. <laughs> yeah, same for me. No. Honestly, <laughs> understand Again, for you guys. They need to, at minimum, like, you know, at least for me, like, half the time, half the players, it's just too long and too big. Mm. Yeah. For, here's what I will say. From my perspective, it was entertaining because of what I was also looking at was their strategies, like how they were Ooh. trying to create opportunities. Yeah, and I fair. think if you have a lot of football knowledge, um, then that might actually be interesting. Like, are they going to be able to pull off? Not necessarily will it result in a goal, but being able to see how they're figuring things out as a team. See, I feel like those kind of moments were like, I feel like it's a thing of like, once you're into it, it's very easy to like get deeper and deeper into it. But I don't know from a perspective to get into it in the first place, it can be a bit like, because just from a base perspective, it feels like there's not as much attracting someone to from the first onset. Like, go, mm. go, I'm going to start watching football. But once you are into it, you start learning all the strategies, you start learning the intricacies, and it becomes more interesting. So, yeah, fair, fair enough. Right. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I also say good job to the England football team for getting that far. Uh, fairly impressed, actually. It's always next year. Yeah. Is, is, is there a tournament next year? There yes. is. Yeah, they'll the be World able to World participate World in the World Cup. So there'll oh. be a lot more flights going on. Hopefully flights are back to normal. But there is a risk because there has been a reported pilot shortage. Uh, this is due to the coronavirus. So, you know, around March of last, last year when flights got cancelled pretty much worldwide, um, a lot of pilots um, were laid off or they were asked to retire early. Now that flights are opening back up, they don't have the pilots to fly these planes. Um, no one was really, or there was a reduced number of people going into pilot training because it wasn't seen as the most secure career path. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the optics weren't great. Because they uh-huh. had retired so many early, it also means that their workforce decreased um, as well. So, yeah, there's currently a pilot shortage. And uh, a tweet went viral uh, last week talking about... And it's unverified, uh, which is fitting for this podcast. But they uh, said uh, they said uh, that uh, apparently... <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's a pilot shortage going on. So now they're paying new a- 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 hires 
$247 an hour. Now, this is a completely unverified statement. I'm pretty sure this person has pulled it out of their ass, but it is an interesting concept. <laughs> so a lot of people hopped on that and they were, yeah, they were saying, 747 oh. $747 per hour, but you know. <laughs> He's making a pun. Funny, uh, bro. Yeah, Top yeah, banter. <laughs> it's great banter. <laughs> but yeah. Well, Shreesh, you're so funny. This is why you're funny, memorable, on verified podcast. <laughs> Listen, listen, okay. It was a good joke, to but be it fair. Was, it was supposed to just stay in the background. You guys brought it to the front. That's not um, So, yeah, a lot of people have been clowning the idea of how they would, you know, become a pilot and not know how to fly the plane because of the offer of $247 an hour. How does that sound to you guys? Would you, uh, would you be interested in hopping on a deal like that? I mean, I've done a... I've put a few hours into flight sim. I could probably, I could probably do it. You know, just finished uni, looking for a job. Let's let's do it. I know, I know what I'm doing. Um, Hell yeah! I've only done the Emirates. I'm, I I mean, I, I we did that Emirates Emirates thing a while a while ago. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, and uh, I already felt. I already crashed. The, I'm pretty sure I already broke the like a tail of the plane my first time flying. Cause I, <laughs> I wait, could you up. could you tell us more about this? It seems you and Isaac know about this. I don't know anything about this. Let me actually explain it from my perspective. One day, I just you know came home from uni. My mom was like, "Yo, Isaac." You want to learn to fly a plane? And I was like, what? And she's like, you know, I can, I can just pay for you to you know, do a flight experience, like with a full flight simulator. Like you can bring some friends. And I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. And so, yeah, so we went, it's like near the O2 and like just went on a flight sim. And uh, there were some, there were some experiences like me and Simba did a loop-de-loop. Israel uh, crashed the plane several times. He broke mm. the tail of a plane. I mean, basically... On takeoff, I decapitated someone's house, but you know, wow. just don't need houses. <laughs> so I, I hey, feel like we're pretty qualified right now. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, though, would you guys actually consider but becoming pilots? Like, if it was offered to you, because I think honestly, I, I barely trust myself it. to cross a road. Forget fly a plane. <laughs> I don't trust myself to cross a road. So. Okay, that's a, there's two no's. Israel, how about you? A dead. Uh, oh, definite, oh, definite no. Why? Like I said, I don't want the responsibility of people's lives on my hands. Mm. <laughs> like a lot of people. Right. Okay. Yeah. I actually last year looked into um, being a pilot and just seeing what would it involve. Um, I mm. essentially I, I was looking up like careers where you travel a lot. And obviously, <laughs> pilot <laughs> comes up. Hey, really? Surprise! I mean, who Wait, could? What? Who would have thought? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It's crazy, right? How do they? How do they travel? I don't. I don't know. I think they get like a bus By ticket boat? or something. Uh, Maybe a boat. Sense, yeah. Sense, yeah. Buses. Um, but yeah. yeah, I was just looking into the life of a pilot, and it was really interesting. I found some YouTubers who just talk about um, piloting life. But yeah, no, um, it was actually quite interesting. One thing that mm. struck me as the reason why I wouldn't actually want to pursue a career like that, though, is that it is apparently, and it's understandable, it can be a very isolating job because yeah. mm. you're never at home. You know, yeah. you get oh, holidays, yeah. but they're you're few and far between. Yeah. How do you guys feel about mm. that aspect of it? Like a job in general where you are away from home a lot, would that be a problem for you? That would give me anxiety. Oh, God. Hey, I need to remember shit. For me right now, I wouldn't really mind too much because obviously I don't really, like, it's just, you know, my family at home, which I've been in uni for, like, the last four years, so it's not, like, I'm not used to being away from them. But, like, if I still decided, oh, yeah, I want to start a family, then, yeah, no, I'll, I would be, like, 100% no. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. you know, parents are 
kind of an important thing. Don't really <laughs> know too much. But. It's I not mean, just yeah. that though, Isaac. It's not just the the people. It's also just that comfort, comfort of having that one singular place, that one building house mm-hmm. that you're going to again regularly every day that you can set up however you want it, so it's yours. Yeah. I feel like I could do it for a year or a few years, but like I would definitely, like we said, want to you know go back to having one neutral place because just like. I don't know, it's just kind of an idea of adventure, and like, you know, since I'm in all these places for at least one, I'll be like, hey, why don't I, like, around the airport at least, you know, check out any, you know, places, any, yeah. like tourist attractions, check out any things, you know, try local cuisines and whatnot, just, you know, build the adventure. It's like when people go traveling the world and stuff, it would be like that, but I'm being paid to do it for a bit, so. Uh-huh, fair enough. I was just thinking, could you, could you fly a plane after you've been, like, trained as a pilot? Because, you know, like, if something, like, goes wrong, there's a bit of, like, dodgy turbulence, you can just go, ah, that's turbulence. But if you know what's supposed to happen, you can be like, no, that's a, that's pilot error. That's, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> that is actually quite interesting, yeah. You just go up to the front, you'd be like, yo, you clearly don't know what you're doing. Let me step yeah, aside. No, like, uh... <laughs> just, like, oh, my God. That's yeah. so wild. Just, like, Reese, imagine you're on a plane and the pilot there says, oh, yeah, sorry, guys, we're experiencing a bit of turbulence. And you just shout out, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you just start freaking out other people. I've flown 70 of these in my time oh as my a pilot. God. And the reason that this is happening is because the engine is failing. Guys, they're lying to you. We are literally about to die, guys. The engine is stalling. <laughs> this just makes me wonder if pilots have um actually guys of just people who don't who aren't <laughs> pilots at all, but but Israel, are really interested in do. but don't have don't have a pilot's license, but are really interested <laughs> oh, in flying, definitely. like to point out mistakes. I <laughs> played <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator. L- literally, that they definitely do. Since at least the game broke, there's definitely someone out there going. Um, actually, this is because right, <laughs> them yeah. guys are always the best. They are <laughs> they're so wrong so confidently. <laughs> I, I want an ounce of that confidence It can be funny to just hear someone Who you know what you're talking about And they don't <laughs> And they're trying to correct someone else And you're like you're wrong But I'm just going to let you keep going <laughs> They're just so confident I love it Alright something I, I brought up Which I thought was interesting Because I am like quite intrigued by this idea Of the everyday person becoming a pilot So I brought up this list of qualities 10 qualities that are required to be a pilot. And I just want to ask you guys, mm. each of them, if you believe you possess this quality. <laughs> so the first one is clear communication skills. So uh, first, yeah, okay, Israel, you go first. How Do you feel, uh, would you say you have those? If I'm talking to another expert, 100%. If I'm talking to someone who isn't an expert, 0%. Like 25%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Isaac, if you I'm, feel the same I'm, way? I feel like I'm a bit better because... Like, in the opposite way, however, because I've just accepted that a lot of people don't know things. So I try to explain things on a, as basic level as possible. Like, I'm sure Reese knows this because he calls me out sometimes going, I mean, dude, I know what paint is. But I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like I wouldn't say amazing communication skills, but I feel like I can definitely, I've done a lot of group projects and I can definitely at least get a point across and have people understand it. This, even with differing levels of expertise, like I've also worked mm. with Chute before, so yeah. right, right. And Reese, how about you? Yeah, I don't need an expert in the field, I need an expert in me. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> someone who speaks Reese. If somebody like knows me, say like you guys, likely know mm. exactly what I'm talking about perfectly, yeah, yeah. But to other people, 
they have you sound no like clue. you're drunk crazy and hard it's at the like same yeah, time. Oh yeah my they, they get like half the idea so it really just depends on how well the person knows me right that's fair that's fair I feel like um, for me, when it comes to communication skills, I feel like that is a strength I have that I, I think I am able to communicate where, if there's a problem or get something across to people at different levels. Something, mm. and this is the next thing that I think I would not be so great at. I could probably improve in practice, but just from my experience of playing games, something I know I'm not great at, situational <laughs> awareness. How do you uh, guys feel about that? Zero out of ten. <laughs> Pro- oh, probably yes. Yeah, because uh, I, I, yeah, because I, I, I realize I'm very hyper focused on noticing uh, things are going wrong. I'm just looking at you. <laughs> you, you. You guys have seen me playing games, so no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm also basing it on my experience with games because I, because like I'll be playing a game during like Apex, and it's like, how did you not see that? And I'm like, I don't know how I didn't see that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good. It's just, you know, just with with everything in general, just the only thing which sort of dampens the ability is if I'm just sitting there vibing to music oh, with okay. my noise-canceling headphones, then anything can sort of happen. <laughs> you can see a couple of oh, I probably won't notice it. Serious, but with a music point, I feel like that's the reason why you shouldn't ever fly a plane. Because, like, at that point, I don't feel like you specifically should be allowed to fly a plane <laughs> while listening to music. But I don't think you could fly a plane without it, listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. So, okay, easy. What, for several hours? Because, Reese, how much you listen to music, I, I, I'm not oh, completely sure. Also, can you, is that even possible? Because you, headphone, you have to have headphones on anyways, um, being able to talk to, like, um, the control towers and stuff. So it's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. You can easily, talk, talk, talk. you know, bring on some extra device to root an extra we're, line of audio into that easy mm. i was just thinking we're two different sets of headphones just like you know like one of those two <laughs> ones for phones like an actual full one for or just have it blasting through speakers mm, yeah let the whole plane hear uh, your vibes just, yeah just, yeah just have mission yeah. Yeah, just have the control tower be listening to your music yeah <laughs> all right just like pilot what is that noise is something wrong with your plane uh it's j cole what? <laughs> just vibe Jermaine? Out, guys. Just vibe, please. Jermaine? <laughs> Cole? Alright. How do we feel about teamworking skills? Oh, yeah, good. Okay, yeah, How much do I like the people? Well, I mean, <laughs> as a pilot, you're not really going to be working know. with the same people, people yeah, all the know. time. Like, sometimes yeah. you will be, but, you know, you're flying all different places. You're going to be with new crews quite often. Mm. I, I'd say I'm actually really good with team working skills, surprisingly. Like, at the very least, like in my time in uni, even if I don't like the group, I'm able to convince them that I do and then get the project done and then sell them out mm-hmm. at the end anyway. So. You're wild. <laughs> I think, I, you know, I think I'm just really lucky. I don't think I've ever got, I don't think I've ever been in any group project where I absolutely despise the person in the group project. That's a lie, and this is be true. In, in, in every group project, there's at least one. Even if you have like the best group ever, there's at least one person, at least one who Not doesn't really? do anything. And if there isn't, then you're that person. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm well, unfortunately I'm not that person. I actually do a lot of work. Actually, I feel like I I have good team working skills, but I do have a tendency to like things done a certain way. 
But I guess, I don't know if that applies more to creative projects. Maybe when it comes to flying a plane, I wouldn't be like, actually, no, we're going to do it my way. (laughs) I know there's a book on how to do this, but I thought of this new way. Upside down here. (laughs) I was about to say something, it would be very worrying if you somehow had this different way of flying a plane. Like, you're like, no, no, we're doing this my preferred method. So the book says, no, shh. My preferred method is with a a fishing stick. (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we just stare the world. My preferred <laughs> method is rather than like you know doing that whole cruise thing, we just like fall and then just yeah. rise back up. Just keep on doing that like a sign. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> rather than take off then land, we prefer to land than take off. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, okay. This is a. This one is. Yeah, you can definitely see why a pilot would need this skill: decisiveness and quick thinking. Mm. Yeah. If I'm quick thinking, because yeah, because like I get what you see. Mean, both of them failed. Like, they took too long to even answer. <laughs> no, because like no, because I think that I do have quick thinking. However, my quick thinking is also very stupid. So at times, it's just like <laughs> I unfortunately, I unfortunately like very quick thinking. My my brain is my brain needs time to process ideas because otherwise. Because Every, everything I hear starts off as garble, as a garbled mess of noises to me. <laughs> Nothing has any meaning until I have to like repeat it back in my head. Yeah, I um, see. I used to be like less decisive, um, and I tried to actively become more decisive. So, but I don't think I'm at a point where I'm. I would say, oh, I am a decisive and quick, um, you mm. know, quick thinking person. I do like to think a lot. So Me. I don't think I would say I have this skill. There's also a very thin line between quick thinking and decisive and impulsive. Yeah, very that's narrow true. Line yeah. There. that's true. I'm yeah. definitely not impulsive. I'm definitely not impulsive. So yeah, that's one I would say I do not have. But so far from what I'm hearing, it sounds like Reese might be a good fit for a pilot, you know, like... <laughs> Aside from the music. See, Simi, eventually, though, you're going to get through this list and be like, yeah, another very important one is patience, and you're just going to lose me very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, coming up, the ability to remain calm. I definitely have that. I think that's one thing Uh, I I do have. Unfortunately, I have the really weird ability to remain calm, despite being anxious in my head sometimes. I'm like, oh, You guys already told me. I can't have my playlist, so no. (laughs) (laughs) Even if I'm terrified, I can at least, you know, remain calm for the moment, basically, until the situation's over. Like, and I've just got the mindset of, hey, worst case scenario, I just die anyway. So, you know, no harm in just, you know, remaining calm it's until It's a pretty worst happens. case. And it's not just you, it's everyone else around you, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everyone uh, underneath you. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, oh, yeah. like, the, the people, the other people on the plane, they're not me, though. If, if they die, it, it doesn't really affect me too much, apart from possibly being arrested. But if they die, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dead as well anyway, so... <laughs> I, yeah, not necessarily. Dead, man. Unless you survive, you're the worst part. Is it will be worse. Imagine you survive. Imagine you just live. <laughs> so that would be the worst part. No, in that case, Israel. If I do survive and I'm still able to move, at least I I run away and go into hiding. <laughs> All right. Do you guys feel that you have the mentality? So this includes confidence, attitude, and self-discipline. I 100%. think this applies more to um <laughs> learning to be a pilot, actually. Uh, self-discipline, yeah. yeah self-discipline. 100%, 100% I have those, especially the confidence, as you see how by how quickly I answered. I'm extremely <laughs> overconfident. So. How about you, Reese? What are you thinking? Confidence, I, attitude, self-discipline. <laughs> uh, I have just bucket loads of, of self-confidence and self-discipline spare, of course. 
<laughs> I did right. barely scrape by UD. Shout out COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I, I would say I do have the mentality to become a pilot. Um, I, granted, I haven't been to school in a while, but hmm. I feel like if I were to go Four back, years. I could pull it off. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. yeah, you haven't already. been to school in five years. I haven't, yeah, four years, four years. Israel, what's actually wilder is the fact that we've been in school for like, what, how many years of our life? Don't, 17 Don't, don't give me figures yeah. like that. Nobody wants <laughs> oh, to hear yeah. that. <laughs> All right. The next one, leadership. I'm pretty good at telling people they're wrong. See, I was about to and say, why that's what you mean, how good you mean leadership because there's leading people and then there's leading people well where they actually, you know, <laughs> want to listen to you, not <laughs> with the authority. Well, you do have like, to sort of develop a, or, you know, foster a team mentality yeah. within the flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I have reasonable leadership skills. However, I've kind of tried to, over the past several years, try to not be the person at the forefront of things. Instead being, you know, like, the person doing the work and like doing like leadership and directing people from the background that way so you know if everything goes wrong you can play the other blame the other dude who was the poster child so yeah the person that's actually in control but not the person that'll get the blame <laughs> <laughs> now you're thinking like a politician <laughs> i've been told that way too many times over the past few years <laughs> right yeah i think um i feel like i could have a pretty well-oiled flight crew I think I, I think I could lead some people. I, I am similar in the way where I don't, if I don't have to be the leader, then I mm. won't. But if the situation calls for it, then yeah. sure. Like, Dude, I don't think I've even ever really taken a leadership role, to be fair. So you want to host a podcast next week? Uh, sure, <laughs> I can try that. <laughs> Yo, sure. we actually sure. Let's go. Let's go. Sure. Let's go. Ready? Let's trying go. to hand it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold, just wanna... hold on. The one episode where, like, you know, Simi did the podcast, like, after that, Simba disappeared. So now that, you know, Israel's taking over, Simi just going to disappear. Are we just going to get. Oh, I was going to leave it till the end of this on. episode, guys. But yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm retiring. Uh, <laughs> right. Damn. Okay. The ability to understand technical information. So obviously, you know, you are, you, you're, you're driving or flying a huge vehicle. All these knobs and whistles and all that sort of stuff. How do you feel you would handle having to understand what each and everything does in that cockpit? Uh, I, Jesus Christ, I. Mm, probably, yeah, so I'm thinking for you, it. you know, especially as a producer, you have you probably have one of those like mixer boards, right? I feel like yeah. knobs and all that are something that you would be like familiar with. That's wild. That, that, was, a wild, that was a wild sentence. But I was thinking it as I said it, but I was like, I've already started, so I have See, to finish it. I heard the same thing, but I was like, let me not be no, 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 no. that guy, you know? Uh-huh. Jesus. I just got that's fine. Okay, right. Um, do you think with music? It's honestly, uh, the desk is easy to use, mostly because all of it is just the same thing, copied and pasted over across 60 channels. So that is very easy. Yeah, Once that's you know true, one, actually. you know the rest. Right. I feel like it's just a thing of memorization, honestly, because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like anyone, if they really put in the time and effort, could learn what everything does and what everything is. It's just yep. how quickly you would be mm-hmm. to pick up on that, honestly, because... Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I could... Yeah, it's, just, it's the same thing. It just with practice and time, I think you can learn just about anything. So, yep. um, you know, especially if you, you're going to pilot school where the whole point is that you're learning about these things. So, um... Yeah, I think uh, I think I could put it off. You you feeling the same, Reese? Yeah, right. 
And I feel like this list just wanted to stretch it out to 10. I'm just going to combine <laughs> 9 and 10 together. So okay. it says um, creativity and knowing when to break the rules. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Which sounds creativity. wild as a pilot. But <laughs> yeah, I know, break the rules. Time well, to like, break. You know, simple rule, you know, be like, yo, I need this runway, let me land here. And sometimes you may go, my plane doesn't have a choice. I can't stay in the air much longer. I'm landing here. You know? Right. I'm landing in a river. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is sort of related to that idea of quick thinking. You quick know? thinking, yeah. If, yeah. if the usual procedures are not available, are you going to be able to figure out an alternative solution? I understood that if it's done something, I could probably, you know, be creative and be able to break the rules. Hopefully one day I'll be able to understand the laws of physics and then break the laws of physics. <laughs> that's not <laughs> how that works as well. I know yeah. it's not how that works. Yeah, laws like that are kind of concrete. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How about you, Reese? You a rule breaker? I'm, I'm, I'm an expert. Possibly. I'm an expert creative problem I'm not solving. Sure if I would you know? say he, I'm not cool. sure if I would say you know he does like is successful with it, but he definitely breaks the rules a lot. For me, I, I you know, if I have to break the rules, then sure. But I would just be so concerned with, listen, breaking the rules is all good and well when things work out for the best. But if you break uh-huh. the rules and things go uh-huh. wrong, mate, oh, <laughs> it's peak. Simi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, then you just have to sit down and explain to them how if you didn't, it would have been worse. Exactly, yeah, but it's not that easy, is it? <laughs> so long as you have a justified reason to break the rules, I feel like uh-huh. it's, it's fine. Mm. Mm. I mean, yeah, if you have to do it, then you've got to do what you got to do. And you just have to hope that the uh, officials that are looking at the report agree. (laughs) 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 But yeah, you know, uh, like we've been speaking about, you know, this idea of being a pilot and, you know, jobs like that. And it got me thinking about how we have three people here, excluding me, who have, you know, graduated from university. And I was just curious about your thoughts on careers. So the first question I wanted to ask is have either of you guys ever taken a careers quiz? I think the last time was I, I think, think the last so. time I did was in secondary school or sixth form. They had us do it like one time. I do remember our school actually did do it. I personally have done so many careers quizzes because you know I always wanted to know. I was like, what is the right job for me? And I would search and search and search. I think for me it suggested it was two. It was very two very different fields. So one was the computer science, um, data science, and then on the other end, it was writer, actor, TV producer, stuff like that. So mm, you're very, basically that, right? I, I I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so I, I chose that end of the spectrum for my results. <laughs> um, how about you, Reese? What what came up for your one? I think for me, it was a uh, very uh, like programmer software engineer type based and then right. also very like creative based like like graphic designer artists a lot of stuff like that did i pick wrong who does <laughs> <laughs> well that leads me on to my next question um do you guys feel like you would like to pursue a career in the field for which you studied so just to give some more context to the audience um israel you studied music tech um we studied computer science and Isaac studied engineering. So would you like to pursue careers in those fields? Uh, yes. No, here's the thing, right? I think yes, but I don't actually know because warning to anyone who's studying engineering, in particular mechanical at uni, you don't actually like, 
learn engineering. It's more of a background information and a few times where you apply it during like, you know, group projects or individual projects. But like that's just a lot with the uni, to be fair. Yeah, I wouldn't say that you actually, you know, do engineering, especially because I know as soon as they get to a job, they're going to tell me, oh yeah, they're going to give actual training and go, so this is what you're actually doing, basically. So I think so, so far, but I don't know. But even then, I've tried to like diversify career paths to degrees, so then I have like a few options of things to do, mm. even if this one doesn't work out. And how about you, Is Like you look into pursue a career in like computer science? See now, now that's that's one of the the fields that get to be a cheat answer because you can give me almost any field in existence and I could you know potentially be somewhere in there. That's just true. With the white because it is just so broad. But yeah, uh, I mean I hope so considering I've just studied it for the last four years and few years before that. Um, yeah, that's interesting because. We are sort of put on this track, at least in UK schools, we're put on this track fairly early on where from the moment you choose your GCSEs, you kind of start closing doors to other mm-hmm. career paths. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, you need certain GCSEs to do certain A-levels mm-hmm. and then yeah. you need certain A-levels to do certain university oh. courses. And so, yeah. yeah, it does feel like you're closing doors. Israel, did you have something to say about uh, that? Yeah, I did have something to say about that. Like, I was just thinking about, like, how... Back because I remember like during GCSEs, especially because at the time and during our, our school, or I think a lot of people wanted to do computing, but a lot of people couldn't do computing because you know it, it was overfilled at some point, and so some yeah. people just couldn't do computing, so they just didn't. Yeah, some people just couldn't do computing, and had to choose a different subjects. So like, it is interesting, right? There is that pressure amongst uh, young people to sort of choose early, and then you know you do feel like you're closing off your options, which I would like to say. Just like to anyone who's younger who may be listening to this, I do think that, yeah, it's inevitable that some doors close, not just as a result of whatever subjects you choose, but that's just like a natural part of life. Like there are some things, mm-hmm. for example, I'm not going to be a child actor anytime soon, considering <laughs> I'm not a child anymore. But yeah. it doesn't mean there's no chance for being able to do something. So let's say you didn't study computer mm-hmm. science in school. There are still ways that you can, if you want to do software programming, you can you can do it. I mean, if you have a computer, you can get yeah. started, and you can give it a go. But like, yeah, what what age are you at? Year nine, year ten, twelve, thirteen years old? Mm-hmm. Asked to decide what you're doing for the rest of your life, bro. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, so <laughs> I've watched it is... two now, and I don't know what I'm eating for dinner today. Get, like <laughs> planning the rest of my life. Well, I'm, yeah, all I'm going to say with regards to like, that, basically, is like if you have an idea of something you already think you want to do, pick with regards to that. But if you don't, don't be scared. Just pick what you want because you, want, yeah. you might make a mistake, but you know you can fix that in the future because really and truly, like there are, there are too mm. many ways to make mistakes to be worrying. And you're only like, what, 13? You're not going to like mm-hmm. die within the next yeah. 10 years, probably, statistically speaking. So you can you know, make up for it if you are a bit behind. Yeah, pick the things you enjoy and then hope you can find something within that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny, though, because uh, I feel like a lot of this, you know, sort of forcing um, kids to make early choices is based on this idea of a dream job, that there would be a job you would have where nothing else compares and that's all you want to do. I just wanted to ask you guys, um, do you or have you ever had a dream job? I think one of my dream jobs was to be a footballer. That, that was one of my dreams. Oh, okay, jobs. yeah, it, yeah. 
I think back when I found out what computing was, I was thinking of, uh, I could be a coder or something. I don't know. I, I kind of like this. I also wanted to be a guitarist in a band. That's another thing. <laughs> That's actually, yeah. Mm. I also, yeah. There's just a bunch of, just basically a bunch of other stuff I wanted to do. But yeah, that's, I think I also wanted to be a YouTuber, which is technically what I'm technically doing, but it's not as a job anyways. So yeah. Well, uh, not yeah. No, not yeah. Currently not yet. So yeah. So. Right, right. Cool. How about how about any of the other guys ever had a dream job or do you currently have a dream job? I I don't think I've ever even like held like a, a strong interest for like a specific thing like that for long enough to have some sort of like dream job. You know, it's like, oh cool, I really like this thing. Then stumble across something else, it's like I forget that. This is more interesting now. Let's focus on this. <laughs> I think mm. right now, probably something like robotics based, I think. Right, right, yeah. You want to speak to robots rather than humans. I get that. I get that. Yeah, you know, they're, they're more predictable, uh, less infuriating. Yeah, and you know, it could be pretty cool to you know put on your on your CV that you know you helped bring about the end of the world. You know, <laughs> that is pretty game off. I'd be very surprised like who's accepting CVs during the end of the world. But sure, <laughs> hey, there are people to work for robot overlords. Oh, true, true. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, you helped us. All right, sure. Come on in. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, I think you bring up a very interesting point about, you know, just this idea of a dream job. You know, whenever I went to like a sort of uni open day thing and there was a tour guide, um, I would ask. And I specifically remember like a Cambridge open day that we went to with the school. And I asked the tour guide, I was like, and this wasn't in relation to a career necessarily. This was more so to a topic. But I was like, I couldn't really see myself studying one thing for you know three years straight in order to get a career doing mm -hmm. one thing um mm -hmm. and yeah he didn't really have any advice for me probably because he's a student himself going through the exact same <laughs> thing <laughs> yeah, but yeah that's the idea, idea of a dream <laughs> like yeah a little bit too relatable to <laughs> yeah, see for me i'm kind of like the opposite of i guess this entire group because like since i was like the age of like i think six or seven i was like you know what let's test out this entire engineering thing because i don't know what young Isaac was on, but he like fully like did some research and did like actual like investigation into the current job market was like, huh, there seems to be a deficit Bruh. in engineers right now. So like wow. if I was to become an engineer, I refuse to believe I'll be able this to... is a dream. Amazing. <laughs> no, this was true. This is actually Martin what happened, Luther which King. is why literally since like four years I've literally been like because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be on this path at all. But like literally because of that, I basically planned out the path like from early on which is why you see that even in secondary school i did all of those extracurricular things i did a lot of things to get on my personal statement basically that was like my realistic one however apart from that i did have a few things like that i wanted to do like since i was young i really enjoyed writing when i was younger so i was like oh yeah let me do writing kind of took a backseat until recently because of you know the whole school thing same for me uh, i feel like it's just more important to like like we said before just you know diversify so if you don't enjoy one thing mm. you can do another or you can do both at the same time if you enjoy like different parts of each and then you always have something to go to because like yeah no just or in general find you know, a general idea for for me it wasn't necessarily like it's like i was like i hey, computer science decoding thing it's kind of cool i guess but it's like the main thing is like i just i just enjoy making things i like you know having an idea and seeing it come to life before me and, mm. you know, my ability okay, to yeah. draw and more artistic version of creating was kind of lacking. And, you know, I just, the more, like, logical approach of coding, 
Saul went with, and it's just like, yeah, it's just that idea of having an idea and creating something, and then finding like an area within that that works with you. Type thing is how I've sort of more good about it. Um, there's one thing. I'll, yeah, there's one thing I'll, I'll say. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's a. I think there's a. There is an idea of a dream job, but I don't think there's an idea of a job that you know will ease things for you. Even if you like to do it or it's something you want to do, you still have to put an effort in into it. Regardless, with that though, you're going to stress through it harder. I feel like the whole idea of a dream job is what form that stress takes. Because like, mm. if you enjoy doing something, like yeah, you'll still feel stressed by it, but it almost might take on like the like feel of excitement, basically that you're enjoying mm. it rather than just like, oh, this is so much effort. Uh, to just wake up is effort. I don't really want to do this. So, you, you know the you know, you know the quote. Um, you know, if you do what you love, you know, you never work a day in your life. And mm-hmm. there was a tweet you know with that mm-hmm. quote and it crossed it out and then had an explanation of do what you love and you'll work super hard all the time with no separation or or any boundaries and also take everything extremely personally basically right. that can definitely yeah. happen yeah. yeah yeah i'm very curious to see uh i i'm not an unverified expert i can't remember who is in what but i believe there was an an episode however many times ago about the idea of the one and I mean, oh, a yeah. dream job is just capitalism's version of that. I'm That's curious, like, how how matching the the views are there. Of That's just, interesting. Like, this, oh just yeah, that's one so true. Thing that you're just aiming for the whole time, and you know, you may find mm. it, but maybe there's something better. But you just, you know, you stopped here. Yeah, that's one of mm. the. I feel like that's one of the earlier episodes, maybe around episode seven or so. Um, and mm. it had you, it had Reese, myself, right now and Simba. <laughs> Absolutely. You should check out youtube.com slash unverified to check course. that out. Um, but yeah, that would be very interesting to see the parallels drawn there. But you know what? I think that will be it for today's podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in, people. I mean, I, I thought this was a really interesting conversation and I just wanted to bring it up uh, because I feel like especially... Mm with uni being done and it really feels like this is a new chapter in the lives of a lot of us um and so i thought it'd be interesting to discuss so thank you as always guys for joining me in such for an us, interesting a new discussion it was just another tuesday yeah that's true it was just another tuesday <laughs> this is true um <laughs> it might be interesting tuesday, to discuss sometime tuesday like... tuesday <laughs> <It's all soft>. <laughs> 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 it might be interesting to discuss sometimes, uh, like the uh, sort of contrast between those who have gone to uni and those who haven't. So you may have to get Connor on, um, mm. and then the two boys who graduated this year to discuss that. That might be interesting. But that will be for another oh. podcast, which you can find on YouTube.com/slash Unverified, as well as Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please remember to rate us five stars. It helps our podcast grow. Um, as or always, you can the find system is. Yes, whatever the ranks is. If it's just a like, click yeah. that like button. Smash that, Evmi, that freaking like if it, button. <laughs> if it's sacrificing your soul to the dark demon lord, then do that as well. You know, give us give us all the souls. Yeah, all the souls, please. Yeah, all the souls. Um, and yes, you can find links to our social media in the description below uh, if you're watching the YouTube version. And if you want to tune in to see us live, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash show where you'll be able to find all of our individual streams and you can join us for some live goodness. You can also find our Twitter accounts in the description as well. Guys, do we have any closing statements? Israel, you go first. Mm, you know, work hard, work hard for what you want, but try not to um, 
stress yourselves, basically. You know, take breaks, do, 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 try to do other stuff outside of the thing you lo love as well. Just try to find other hobbies to, you know, not, like, destroy yourself mentally, basically. That's, you know? that's a good yeah. shout right there. Good shout. How about you, Isaac? Anything to say to the people? I mean, I'd just like to say, like, with all these talks of dubbed on things, I just like people to remember the importance of home. Like, home is where you feel most comfortable, you know, it's where, like, you go over time. And so, with, with that regard, you know, how can you call it, it coming home when it's only been here once? <laughs> That's like a visit at most. It's not even a holiday. Like, what the heck, guys? Reese, can we get your closing statement? You don't necessarily have to go to uni. There's other ways. Yeah. If you haven't picked yeah. the subjects to get to the uni for the subjects you want, find another way. They tell you it's mandatory and it's the only way you'll ever get anywhere in life. It's a lie. There's other ways. Yeah, actually, that's that, that's a good point. Like, oh, because ooh. the thing which helps, you know, scores the most is that statistic of how many people get to uni. So they'll never actually, you know, push too much the whole concept of apprenticeships or any other way to, you know, do the things which you want to do. So look into it, especially because a lot of the systems are actually easier than uni, like price. And, and for some website. subjects, yeah, for some subjects, uni is not necessarily the best choice. Sorry to extend the outro even more. Sorry. But there is one thing I will say, especially if you're, especially if you know you're a, you're a Nigerian you're a Nigerian person with like very strict parents who want you to go uni. You need to stand up to your parents now, otherwise they uh, 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 otherwise things won't get better for you afterwards. That that is or something just I will say. Cut them out and don't yeah. talk to them about it. Okay, not that one. Not that I've one. I picked my <laughs> subjects. I picked my subjects, and there's nothing you can do to change it. Right. Awesome. Awesome. And my closing statement is actually a quote. Um, from Hank Green that I watched during a time when I was really, um, you know, sort of confused about what I was going to do. And he said that, um, honestly, in life, it's not so much about what you're doing. It's who you're doing it with. And I love joining up with my boys to record this podcast and you, the listener, for joining us, too. Thank you very much, people. Hank we'll catch you next time that. on the Unverified Podcast. Yeah, all of that. He, he genuinely uh, said Unverified podcast. podcast. He actually oh, said no. that. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you, people. Uh, no, we got a shout out. Bye. See ya.